Good morning. Oh, come on, y'all can do better than that. Good morning. That's better, that's better. This is the day that the Lord has made, and I will be glad and rejoice in it. Is there anybody else in here that's glad? This is a great opportunity, for there are many individuals this morning who are in hospitals, who are at home, who are in convalescent homes, who may even be traveling, that wish they could be in church somewhere this morning. So we thank God for this opportunity, and we dare not take it for granted. For we know it's nothing that we've done that was so good, but it was just the grace of our Lord and our Savior that allowed us to be in church one more time. I ask now that you will bow your heads and pray with me. Lord God, we thank you. Father, we praise you for this gathered church, not just this church. Father, we thank you for every church door that's open in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for this hour of worship and all that it brings to us we ask, Lord, that you would give us renewed strength and a renewed determination that we would leave this place better than we came. With bowed heads, Lord, we ask that you would bless us. But Father, we ask also that you will help us to help somebody else, that we will strengthen those brothers and sisters who may be downtrodden, that a word of confidence, a word of encouragement may come from us that will help them to keep on keeping on. Thank you now, Lord, for all that you've done. Lord God, we thank you for what you're doing. Father, we even thank you for what you will do. We praise you and we magnify your holy name. We ask, Lord God, that you will accept this prayer as we give it in the precious name of Jesus Christ, who is our Lord and our Savior and our Redeemer. And it is in his name we pray. Amen. Our minister of worship is coming now. Let's give him glory this morning. Come on, stand to your feet as we give him praise. Come on, you're all I need. You're all. Breath you breathe. You're all I need. That's your river. Flow. 
invite you to come in now. Worship with us. Father God, as we petition your throne of grace and mercy, we thank you for this another day's journey. We thank you for waking us this morning and bringing us this far. Thank you for our ins and outs, our comings and our goings. Because we realize, Father God, without your grace and mercy, we might be dead and gone. And so we just thank you this day that we're able to participate in this service. We ask your blessing right now on the preacher man as he prepares to bring the word of life to us. We ask your blessings on every member of this congregation. We ask a special blessing for those who are sick, some on their bed of affliction, not knowing if they'll get well. Let her know, Father God, that you haven't forgotten about her. For you told us that you would never leave us or forsake us. And we just thank you for that. We pray for those who are bereaved, who've lost loved ones. We pray right now, Father God, as we continue through this day and in this experience, that we might draw close together. We pray, Father God, that you will bind us one to each other and that love would always be the rule and never the exception. Forgive us for our shortcomings. Strengthen us in our effort, and we pray, Father God, that our faith would never fail us. Keep us in your care as we go through the balance of this day. In the name of Christ Jesus, our Lord, we ask it all. Amen. Amen. How many of you have come to worship the Lord this morning? How many of you know the Lord is really worthy of our worship and of our praise? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Listen, the Bible says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. Thank God that He is now a living Word. Amen. Listen, we're going to go into a deeper worship right now. You're invited to worship with us. If you want to be seated, you can. If you want to remain standing, you can. But whatever you do, let's worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Praise team. Let's hear it. Song says, Bread of heaven. Sent down from glory. Many things you were on earth. Many things you were on earth. A holy king of But you are the living word. Say that again. Bread of heaven. Bread of heaven. Sent down from glory. Sent down from glory. Many things you were on earth. A holy king, a holy a carpenter. Second verse says, awesome ruler, awesome ruler, gentle redeemer, gentle redeemer. God with us, the living truth. God with us, the living truth. And what a friend we have in you. Say that again. Say that again. Awesome ruler, awesome ruler, gentle redeemer, gentle redeemer, God with us, the living truth, God with us, the living truth, and what a friend we had in you. But what I call him is Jesus, Jesus, come on, call him, Jesus, Jesus, that's what we call him, that's what we call you. Word. Say it again. Word. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. That's what we call you. That's what we call you. Major. 
manger born, but on a tree. sitting and can stand, we ask that you rise to your feet for a collective testimony about our God. Our world is full of violence and our daily lives can be marred by conflict and turmoil. But God promises his people a peace that surpasses all understanding. 
peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world give, do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid altogether. You will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, because he trusts you. We ask that you continue to worship with us as the music ministry leads us in our congregational hymn. Amen. Let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. You all help us. Y'all help us know where we're going now. Amen. We don't sing this regularly, so y'all, y'all sing out loud. Amen. All right. God bless.
morning, Cade Chapel. Attention ministry leaders, the installation of officers will take place on Sunday, October the 6th during the 11 o'clock worship services. Please make plans to attend. Be sure to mark your calendars for the annual youth and parent kickoff. This informational session and luncheon will take place on Sunday, October the 20th at 1 p.m. in the Family Life Center. Next Sunday here at Cade, we invite you to rep your school colors as we celebrate and support our school here at Cade, the Cade Development Learning Center. Rehearsals for the 2019 Cantata begin this Saturday, September the 28th at 9 a.m. here in the Sanctuary. A lovely container has been placed in the O Fellowship Hall in anticipation of the donation of your plastic bags. Don't forget, we need 700 bags to make one blanket, and the goal is to make 30 blankets by December. So you do that math, and we'll wait for your donations. And please be sure to check your bulletins and the bulletin boards for additional announcements and upcoming community events, and to share your ministry news with the K-Chapel family. Just send an email to kchapelannouncements at yahoo.com, or you can go to the Submit Info tab on the K-Chapel app, but be sure to get your announcements in by noon on Tuesday of each week. Good morning. It's good to see all of God's people. It's good to have all of you here with us. Now is the time that we recognize our visitors. Would all our visitors please stand? All of our visitors. If you're not a member of K Chapel as of this time, would you kindly stand? Let us see you. And for those of you who are worshiping with us by satellite, we also invite you in to join in with us, have a good time, clap, stomp, shout, whatever it takes to have a good time for God. And for those of you that are here, that are present, we want to give you something that you can only get here at Kate. Let us show them.
Amen. Good morning, K Chapel. You know each morning, at each Sunday morning at this time, you receive information on those that are in need of your prayers, your visits, and your support. We ask that you stay in prayer for Sister Doris Graham. She lost her brother that lives in California. That funeral will be held at White Oak Church on Hillcrest in Tougaloo at 11 o'clock on Friday. Coach Walter Griffin is in the hospital, Baptist Hospital, also needing your prayers. Mr. M.C. Turner, the father of Sharon Turner Davis, is also in the Baptist Hospital. He will be undergoing surgery on tomorrow, and he is 95 years old. We also ask that you stay in prayer for all of our bereaved families. Sister Jerry Thornton and Sister Carolyn Bowen would like to thank Kate Chapel for the, call, for the calls, cards, concerns, and support during the loss of their loved ones, a brother and an aunt. Mr. and Mrs. Walter Cheatham would like, you, like to thank you, Kate Chapel, for keeping their daughter Jennifer in your prayers. Jennifer is now out of the hospital and is at home recovering. So as I always say, pray when you can, visit where you can, and each day thank God that you can. Amen? Amen. Amen. The spoken word. From what you have taken and offerings for the Lord, everyone whose willingness to bring the Lord an offering of gold, silver, and bronze. Let me share with you why we give. We give because it demonstrates our obedience to God's word. We give as a sign of our thankfulness for God's supplying provision in our lives. We give because we want to see God's kingdom grow through the mission and ministries that occur here and around the world through K Chapel. It is time now for our tithe and offering. Ushers, you're in charge. a little softly. Amen. Listen, while we're getting ready to, to uh, give, uh, we had our business meeting this past Thursday and uh, we were asked to make sure that you know that though there's only one offering in the 8 o'clock, that you do have the opportunity to give in the benevolent offering. Uh, all you have to do is, is identify it on your envelope that you want that portion of your gift to go towards the benevolent offering. Uh, it's been a misnomer that, that we don't have the opportunity to give to those who are in need in the 8 o'clock service. We want to make sure that you do have the opportunity to give, but you have to identify it on the envelope that that portion will go to your benevolent offering. Amen? Amen. Also, live streaming audience, you give also, because I think there's a number on your screen right now. Amen? God bless you. We're ready to give now.
Heavenly Father, we give thanks for all that you have done for us and continue to do for us through the gifts of your spirit. You welcome us as part of your family and as members of your household. Help us always to show our gratitude, not only through these gifts, but also through our acceptance of others as welcoming and loving community of faith. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
affirmation with me. I'm about to hear God's holy word concerning my life. My mind is focused. My ears are open. My heart is ready. My soul is thirsty. Now preach preacher. Turn with me to the book of Romans. Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. I want to begin reading at verse Number 17, verse 17, Romans chapter 12, beginning with verse 17. When you're there, I want to ask that you also find over further in the New Testament, the book of 1 Peter, 1 Peter chapter number 3, I'm going to start reading at verse 8, 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 8, Romans 12, beginning at 17. 1 Peter 3, beginning at verse 8. Amen? Amen. 
Amen. Write it down. Amen. Write it down. And go along with us on the screen. Amen. It reads as follows. Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink, for in so doing thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Overcome evil with good. Then, then over in 1 Peter 3, verse 8, 3, verses 8 through 11, these words are recorded. Finally, all of you be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. For whosoever would love life and seek good days must keep his tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech. They must turn from evil and do good. They must seek peace and pursue it. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Oh, I feel like preaching this morning. I feel like preaching this morning. <laughs> I believe this text has preached itself. I want to talk from the subject, living a peaceful life. Living a peaceful life. A peaceful life. Before, before I begin this sermon... Perhaps it is best that I make sure the right people are in the room today. So if, if all of your relationships are tension-free, if you have no outstanding disagreements or disappointments with people that shape or shade your relationships with them today, if you get along with everybody and everybody gets along with you, if all of your relationships are healthy, happy, and whole, and there is no strife, strain, or struggle between you or anybody else in your life, if, if all of your relationships are joyful and peaceful, mutually empowering, satisfying, and edifying, drama-free, non-toxic, non-hazardous to your health, and generally aid in helping to maintain your emotional balance, preserve your spiritual strength, and sustain your peace of mind, then you may pack your Bible, get your keys, and leave right now. I'll wait. Seeing that there are none. Since you're staying in your seat, that means then that you recognize that there is room for growth and improvement in your relationships with others. 
If you're still here, it means that you believe that there has to be a better way to handle things. There has to be a better way to manage your emotions so that you don't keep going after people and people don't keep coming after you. There has to be a better way of relating to one another that keeps us from having fights and feuds, blow-ups and blow-outs that cause us to stay mad with each other. There has to be a better way of dealing with each other so that we can live our lives and, and deal with each other in ways that God is glorified in all that we do. If you're still here, and you're saying, yes, there are some relationships in my life that don't represent the best that God intends. And I've got to do some work on these relationships. You're here now. You might as well raise your hand. You, you. The Bible encourages us to do this work. Paul writes in our text this morning, if it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. That is to say, manage yourself and your relationship with others in such a way that the relationship brings peace into your life. Your interactions with them are peaceable. Your conversations with them are peaceable. Your engagements with them are peaceable. Your exchanges with them are peaceable. And right away from this text, we see the responsibility for peace is placed upon the believer and the one who is reading the text. As much as lieth in you, live in peace with everybody. Which brings me to the very first point. I ain't going to hold you long. It brings me to the very first point. If you're going to live a life of peace, you must first lean into your calling. In other words, before we can go any further, recognize that the responsibility of living in peace with others is yours to carry out. I know you weren't expecting that. It's your responsibility. You, as much as lieth in you, live in peace with everyone. You have been called, watch this, you have been called, watch this, listen, you have been called to carry the mantle of peacemaker. Oh, God. You. If you are a believer, if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, you are called to make peace. Let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. You have been called to carry the mantle of making peace. 1 Peter 3 and 8, finally, finally it says, all of you be like-minded and sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble, do not repay evil with evil or insult with un insult. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. Did you hear that? You were called to the ministry of making peace. Means when you've been insulted, if you've been called to the ministry of making peace, you don't try to one-up them. Amen. Because 
Because you think to yourself, oh, that, I, can, I can do you one better than that. That wasn't as <laughs> Amen. When you've been insulted, don't offer an insult back. When you've been mistreated, don't get back at that person by mistreating them. But, but pay evil back with good. Because that's what we've been called to do, to be peacemakers, exchange wrong for right. That's what we've been called to do. Give mercy where you've been given meanness. That's what we've been called to do. When someone is blowing their horn and being impatient with you and cutting you off, you be patient with them and let them have the way. Go on, bless you in the name of the Lord. Have a good day. Somebody don't treat you right in the line, amen. Tell her having a bad day and she ain't saying hello, good morning or nothing. Amen. And you mad yourself and you gonna see which one can be the maddest. I'm gonna make you say good morning to me. Amen. Instead of having that battle, just bless them anyhow. You don't know what that person is going through or has gone through that has shaped their day and made them the way they are. Instead of trying to make them do right by you, you do right by them. And bless them anyhow. Do I have a witness in here? That's what we've been called to do. Solomon writes in Proverbs 20 and 3, Proverbs 20 and 3, and this is from the, the, uh, the uh, contemporary English version. It says, it makes you look good when you avoid a fight. Only fools love to quarrel. Write that down. That's Proverbs 20 and 3. It says, it makes you look good when you avoid a fight. Only fools love to quarrel. If Listen, if you are going to have peaceful relationships, you can't fight about everything. Help me, somebody. You, you cannot give your energy to everything somebody does or says about you. Some comments you've got to determine are not worth your time responding. I wish I had two or three folk who were mature enough, who have lived long enough to understand you can't respond to everything. You, you can't tell everything and get everybody told. Some things you just have to get past and get over and act like you didn't hear it. I wish I had some mature Christians. Mm. If you fight over everything that somebody says, or that somebody does, you will live a bitter, tense, contentious life that is void of joy, hope, or peace. The question is, are you mature enough to know how to overlook offenses? And, and, and somewhere in my covenant, I'm talking for us Baptists in here, somewhere in our covenant it says that, that we ought to be slow to take offense. That, that means everything ought not set you off in the first place. That means you ought to be willing, watch this, to give people room to make you mad. You, I, I'm, I'm backing up and I'm giving you room to get on my nerves. I'm not going to jump on you because you said this, that, and the other. You know what? Because I'm going to make room. Come on and talk to me if you can. How do you handle being insulted. 
No, let me help you. Can you handle being insulted without offering your own? Because that's what, the, that's what the text just told us to do. Don't, don't trade insult for insult. Don't trade evil for evil. Don't, don't, don't do wrong for wrong. But, but when somebody does wrong to you, you do good for them. Turn with me to Psalm, Psalm 141, Psalm 141. Turn there in your Bible if you can. Psalm 141, the, the Bible, the psalmist writes in verse 3. He says, listen, if, if, I'm, if I'm not going to trade insult for insult, if, if I'm not going to get back at somebody for what they said to me by saying something bad about them, the only way that's going to happen, verse 3, Lord, set a watch on my mouth. Help me, somebody. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the door of my lips. Incline not my heart to do any evil thing, to practice wicked works with men that work in the... He said, the only way I'm going to do that, Lord, you've got to lock my lips. Because it's some stuff I could say. And if the preacher hadn't preached about it, I would say it. But Lord set a watch. Wish I had a witness in here. And listen, if you're going to live in peace, you've got to learn how to pray like that. Help me somebody. Lord, let me handle, watch this. Lord, let me handle rude people without becoming rude. Help me to deal with hurtful people without me becoming hurtful. Help me to relate with argumentative people without becoming argumentative. Help me deal with disrespectful people without learning to disrespect them. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. Help, help, help me not become what's happening to me. And don't let me waste my energy and my time trying to get back at somebody for what they did to me because that's going to steal my peace. You going home trying to figure out what you going to say tomorrow? You know I'm right about it. How am I going to get them told? Because first thing in the morning, we're going to settle this. Oh, I'm talking to somebody. And, and you can't even sleep at night. You tossing and turning because, no, that didn't work. I got to come up with something different. That... Help me, somebody. Jesus himself says, in his Sermon on the Mount, blessed are the what? Peacemakers. That word blessed simply means happy. Happy are those who engage in the process of making peace. If you want a happy life, learn how to be a peacemaker. Number two, if you're going to live a life of peace, you're going to live a life of peace, this text reminds us of what we have to do. Number two, we have to look for opportunities to resolve conflicts. Look for opportunities to resolve conflict. Listen to it says. It says, if it be possible, 
as much as lies within you, live peaceably with all men. What, look, look at that. If it be possible, that means, that means, watch this, that you've got to search out the possibilities. Look for the opportunities to create peaceful exchanges. If it be possible, that means that you're searching for opportunities to resolve conflict. If it be possible, you're looking for moments to restore relationships. If it be possible, you're looking for entryways into reconciliation. If it be possible, you're looking for all possible means and ways to resolve, reconcile, rectify, and restore communion and fellowship. If it be possible. Because re resolutions to conflict do not just happen because you've been praying about it. Y'all ain't going to talk to me in here. Resolution to conflict does not happen just because you prayed about it. If it be possible, you've got to look for the opportunity and lean into peacemaking. 1 Peter 3 and 11 says, they must turn from evil and do good. They must seek peace and pursue it. That, that is to say that as believers, we must look for the opportunity and go after it. If you're going to live a life of peace, you actually have to seek it. You actually have to want it. You actually have to pursue it. Because it doesn't come and find you, you have to go and find it. Oftentimes, relationships deteriorate over time unnecessarily. And it's only because something that happened, watch this, that you never talked about. You got offended and you never brought it to the person's attention that you were offended. Watch this. And you acted like you weren't. You acted like it didn't matter. You acted like it's all good. And for five years now, y'all ain't talking to me. The relationship has deteriorated. It's not what it used to be. You know it. They know it. And they really don't know why. Because you've been lying saying, it's all good. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. How do you really pursue peace if you're not being honest about offense? Living peaceably means that you don't miss opportunities to resolve conflict because you were too proud to take the first step. It means that you don't miss the opportunity because you think that they should start the conversation, not you. It means that you don't miss the opportunity because you're tired of always playing the role of the peacemaker. Living a life of peace requires that you search out the possibilities for reconciliation and restoration. Pursue it. Go after it. Figure out what went wrong. And set it right. Because the truth is a lot of Christians have just settled for silence. And you've allowed the silence to be a substitute for peace. Oh, 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 that was deeper than you think it was. You, 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 you've allowed the, the fact the fact that y'all don't fuss no more. Right. 
you, you've allowed the fact that, that, that you all don't fight anymore be a substitute for peace. And really, that's just silence because the truth of the matter is not only do you not fuss, y'all really don't talk. Oh, you're not going to shout today, but you're going to be helped. <laughs> Paul challenges us to see the possibility of peaceful relationships and to seek them out with everything that we have inside of us. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, that's in the text, y'all. He said, with, with every ounce of energy that you have, everything that you can muster up, as much as it is possible, live at peace with people. And the question you really got to ask yourself is, have you really tried? As much as lieth in you, have you tried to that extent to make amends? As much as lieth in you. Have, you. have you gone to that person over and over and over again? As much as lieth in you. Have, have you confessed the wrong and, and done what's necessary for restoration and peace? As much as lieth within you. Come on and talk to me now. That means that you really put forth sincere, genuine, meaningful effort to resolve conflicts. And sometimes... That can be as simple as starting the conversation. A conversation, sometimes that must acknowledge, you know what? Our relationship has deteriorated over time, and it's unnecessary that we are where we are. We don't have to be here. I know some of what happened. I may not know all of what happened, but I'm willing to own up to my part of it. And, and, and if you want to restore it, I'm here now because I, I'd like to. Guess what? You're now carrying the mantle of peacemaker. But you have to know. You got to know. Now watch this. You got to know. You got to know that there's some relationships can't be salvaged. Oh, I need to take another swig. <laughs> and Paul suggested when he says, if it be possible. He recognizes that there are some relationships in which there have been offenses that are too deep for there to be the kind of rest restoration where we're back to where we were. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. Watch this. I can forgive you, but I don't have to let you in this space again. I can love you from, oh, help me preach this if you don't mind. See, see, and I'm going somewhere right now because if you're going to live in peace, you got to thoroughly learn how to create boundaries. Mm. You, you, you got to learn how to create some, if you're going to live in peace, help me, help me. You, you got to learn how to create some 
boundaries because I've learned, I've learned, and you've learned that, that there are some people who, who will take everything you got. Oh, help me talk today. You, you got to create some boundaries. Let, let, let me try and get there. Let me try and get there. As much as lie within you, be at peace with everybody. Let, let, let's, admit, let's admit that being at peace with everyone sometimes requires establishing boundaries. The reason some of us cannot live in peace is because too many people have too much access to our lives, too much access to our space, too much access to our time, too much access to our other relationships and get all up in our other stuff when you need to re... See, I can't have peace because you all up in my... Oh, help me preach this. And you got to learn how to create boundaries. Boundaries. Somebody say boundaries. 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 Boundaries because I recognize that without boundaries, I cannot live my best life. Without boundaries, I cannot be balanced emotionally. Without boundaries, I get drawn into other people's drama and their problems become my problems and their issues become my issues. But you've got to learn how to protect your peace by creating boundaries that help to guard your space, your time, your routines, your emotions, and your resources. Somebody, somebody say, preacher, give me some scripture for that. I'll do you one better. How about Jesus himself? The living word. Jesus himself modeled creating boundaries in his own space, his own time, and his own ministry. They wanted him. He was preaching so good one day. They said, Jesus, come on and let's preach to the other town. You, you got these folk here? Let's go to the other town. Jesus said, hold up. I think I'm going to go up on top of the mountain and spend some time with my father. Wait a minute, Jesus, we, we just had a good, I, I know, I know, y'all go ahead. I'm going to stay behind and talk to him. He was creating boundaries. He said, listen, now, I'm going to keep this up. I got to know that I can't keep going at this pace, at this level, all the time just to make you happy. I know what you want me to do, but I got to keep myself balanced and grand. Somebody say, give me some boundaries. I can't make you happy and stay whole myself. I need some boundaries. Need some boundaries. Jesus, Jesus in his own ministry. Jesus in his own ministry. Though, though, though he fed the 5,000, he did not feed them by himself. He said, no, I'll multiply it, y'all distribute it. That's boundaries. He's saying, I'm not going to do all of this by myself. If it's 12 of us out here, 13 plus me, I'll pray and bless it. Y'all get it out. That's boundaries. He's saying, don't expect me to do everything when we can do it together. The man came to Jesus one day. He said, Lord, heal my son, my son. If you can do anything, have mercy on us and heal my son. Jesus said, hold up. It ain't all on me if you can believe. It ain't all about what I can do. You're going to have to do your part. If you can believe, anything is possible to him that believeth. He's creating boundaries. If you're going to have peace in your life, you got to be able, watch this, and it's not mean. Watch this. It's not mean when you respect your own boundaries. That's not being mean, and don't let nobody guilt trip you into that. 
That's why their life is all in helter skelter right now because they don't have any boundaries. If you have them, watch this. And I love, I was talking to someone the other day and, 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 and uh, the person was, was trying to decide how to be a blessing to their uh, family member and, and whether or not they were going to let that family member come live with them for a while. And the person said to me, you know, Reverend, I, I like my space. They say, you know, I, I get up, I have my coffee, I, I pray, I meditate, I go to work, I come back home, my place is clean, and I like that. I said, does that give you peace? They say, yeah. I said, protect your peace. Protect your peace. You, you can't be a good help to them if your life is all messed up. You better learn how to create boundaries. Quit looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> Protect your boundaries. Be willing to say yes when you can, but also be willing to say no when necessary. Last thing and I'm through. Last thing and I'm through. Leave judgment to God. Leave judgment to God. Paul says, listen, listen. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. Hear me and hear me well. If you're going to live a life of peace, you, you, cannot, you cannot go through life trying to figure out how you're going to get somebody back. If you're going to live a life of peace, you, 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 you've got to leave judgment to the Lord. I, I know you want to see them get theirs, but you've got to leave judgment to the Lord. I, I know you want to see what's coming to them come to them, but you've got to leave judgment to the Lord. You cannot live in peace watching to make sure judgment is executed. You will lose sleep. You will lose joy. You will lose hope, and you will lose peace trying to make sure somebody gets theirs. Now, I'm through when I give you this. Psalm 37. You take this and you meditate on it. Psalm 37, y'all know it. Psalm 37, go ahead and find it if you can and bring that up for me because I'm going to read it and I'm going to go to my seat. Psalm 37, it says this. Fret not thyself because of evildoers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Here's what the psalmist say you need to do. Trust in the Lord. And do good. I wish I had. Trust in the Lord. And do good. Don't, 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 don't. Don't get back at them. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land. And verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord. And he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger 
forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any way to do, in any wise to do evil. For evildoers shall be cut off. But those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. Wait on the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Tell your neighbor, let God handle it. Let's pray. Eternal God, our Father, how grateful, how thankful we are that you're the God that we can lean on. You're the God we can trust in, the God we can rest in, knowing that it's all in your hands. God, we pray that we would be the peacemakers you've called us to be in our own relationships, that we would cease from anger, that we would cease from judgment and cease from trying to get revenge, but rather that we would simply know to exchange insult for encouragement, to give good for evil, to provide blessing for cursing. Oh God, Teach us how to go back and make right what we've allowed to go so wrong. Give us the strength to have the courageous conversations. Sometimes might mean being very vulnerable and acknowledging whatever part we've played in that thing becoming what it is today. But God, since you've called us to be peacemakers, let us lean into that calling. If we love you, we will keep your commandments. God, we love you. So let us be peacemakers and let peace begin with us. Thank you, O God, that the ultimate model of peacemaking was shown one day on Calvary's cross where there was enmity between us and God. Your son came and made peace. Thank you, Lord, that you've shown how to bring two together and make one again. And in that same way, let us exemplify that in our own relationships. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Good news this morning that if you're here, you should know that Jesus Christ is the peacemaker. Where you may have struggled with your relationship with God in the past, Jesus is our peacemaker. You may have wondered if God could love you because of all that you've done or all that you haven't done, Jesus is our peacemaker. 
If you're here this morning and you're ready to give your life to God, you, you want to be a child of God and saying, Lord, I want you to be Lord of my life. It's very simple. All you have to do is open your heart and say, Lord, save me. Open your heart and say, I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Open your heart and say, I believe he died on a cross and rose again from the dead. And the Bible says this, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and if you believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. If you're here this morning, we want to invite you to come right now. For Jesus is our peace. And he gives us peace right now. Peace that passes all understanding. I can't explain it all. I can't tell you how it all happens. But I can tell you this. That if you come to God through Jesus Christ. Old things are passed away. And all things have become new. The doors of the church are open. You can come now by letter by Christian experience. Or as a candidate for baptism. Simply saying yes. I want to be a new creature in Jesus Christ. Come now. Let God have his way. I couldn't seem to fall asleep. There was so much on my mind. Searching for that peace. Peace. But the peace I could not find. And then I knelt down to pray. Saying what? Saying, Lord, help me, please. My, 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 my. He said, you don't have to cry. Because I'll supply your needs. Soon as I stop worrying. Worrying how the story ends. I let go. Stop looking at back then. I let go and I let God. Let God have his way. There's so much going on. Say it, man. Sometimes I can't find my way. And oftentimes I struggle. Struggle from day to day, but I realize it's not my battle, it's not my battle to fight. Because if I put it in his hands, he'll make everything all right. Soon as I stop worrying, worrying how the story. I let go and I let God, let God have his way. That's when things start happening. And I stop looking at back then. I let go and I let God, let God have his way. Let go, let go, 
Father God, we come now. We come thanking you for another day, Lord. We come thanking you, Father, that we still have the opportunity to come before you with our concerns and desires. Father, we're here with your servant, your child, who is distraught, Lord, who is in need of comfort, understanding all the things that she needs Lord on this journey Father we realize and understand that it all won't happen overnight that is a road that must be traveled by many so Father we say thank you Lord for this opportunity that we can stand with her Lord as she goes through this as she travels this road, we ask, O oh Lord, that you would just wrap your loving arms around her. Protect her from all harm and danger, all evil thoughts, Lord. Let her know, Lord, that you're still in charge and you still love her and care about her, Lord. Father, we ask that you would do it. Do it now. Comfort her, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. is a very present help in time of trouble. Amen. We come together and gather around this table of remembrance. We do so at the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ who said simply do this in remembrance of him. The bread representing his body, the wine representing his blood both of which remind us of the ultimate sacrifice 
of his life for ours. And all that he asks that we do is to remember him. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, how thankful we are for this time together and now for this memorial meal where we remember the great sacrifice on Calvary's hill. Thank you for our Savior, our Redeemer, the one who spilled his blood and once and for all paid for the sins of humanity, past, present, and future. Thank you that he is alive today. And thank you that he made peace on our behalf. Now, God, shine your light from heaven upon our souls. And if you find anything that should not be, take it out. Replace it with more of your glory, more of your power, more of your might, and more of your spirit. We ask it in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. Amen. break bread together.
and said take eat this is my body which is broken for you likewise in the same manner he took the cup and blessed it saying this is the blood of the new testament which is shed for the remission of sin as often as we do this we do show forth his death and suffering until he comes again let us drink together they had sung a hymn, they went out into the Mount of Olives. What a fellowship, what a joy divine, leaning on the everlasting arms. What a blessedness, what a peace is mine.
Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now henceforth and forevermore. In the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit, amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace.